<coughs> sorry so may i initiate the process yes please go ahead sir uh so welcome and good morning friends so as you uh, all know that uh, under the eco development discussion series of impri that we started almost two months back i think uh regard in regard to the state of economic development in south asia that means the countries in south asia and the issues and problems more so whatever they are facing in the current pandemic situations and the government policies undertaken in that regard how to tackle the pandemic as well as to uh, continue the process of development or control the downfall of the economies under this pandemic so in this series we had a discussion uh, on agriculture and rural development and the government policies that was in bangladesh that delivered by professor elias sojan of rajshahi university in the very beginning thereafter on the um natural uh, disaster or extreme climatic events and the government's response policy responses that was discussed by rekhanianti from sri lanka's point of view then there was a discussion on the foreign trade of nepal and the government policies and how the trends and compositions changed over time and in recent situations of what we saw and the efforts to rebuild the east asian integration and in the same line another discussion that was first done by raghuvir bista from nepal and that was followed by uh, professor probir de so both in the same line only the thrust was the india the latter part first was the nepal so in the same series uh, we are trying to evolve some ideas that what are the benefits of these policies that have been undertaken over time by several governments and what are the loopholes that we would like to highlight in this from this series of discussions so today we have taken up another issues under this um, eco development discussion series of the impri that was the financial inclusion in bangladesh and their initiatives achievements and way forward amidst covid and 19 pandemic situation now while talking of the financial inclusion most of us uh, in the very beginning come to know about the bangladesh's gramin bank how it evolved and incorporated the or in inclusions taken place uh, from top to the bottom in the interior villages also and majority of the beneficiaries are also women so not only the pretty businesses or industries or village industries as well as the agricultural sectors were also highly benefited but many of the banking reforms of bangladesh and how they uh, have been changing over time for the financial inclusion to expand its sphere towards the uh, last point of the society that is not known to us and so today we will hear from professor banerji here if we have a parallel of india so indian issues there we see also gramin bank cooperatives same type of financial inclusion uh, methods so, and recently janthan yojana 
startup skill up many things our new government also started for facilitating and reducing the hardship of the capital uh, scarcity of the especially the small entrepreneurs nabard and self help group for the farm as well as the agricultural sectors capital mitigation but recently at the same time we see the banking failures the confidence is very low interest is plummeting so those who are dependent on their interest earning after the retirement is facing some problem rising non performing assets all are blocking again in the way of the financial inclusion so because banks are also scared of providing loans to the people so more ideas are floated now uh, whether the mncs or big industrialist can open bank in india because many of these industrialists they are the defaulters of the loan of the main banks and in order to rescue that crisis government has to intervene and inject some capital now if they themselves are to become the owner of the bank what the situation will be so these are a glimpse of the indian some i told many of these things i did not tell so today we are very fortunate uh, my uh, uh, beloved friend you can say the professor prasanth kumar benarji who is also the director of research development and consultancy section at bangladesh institute of bank management uh, i had visited that institute i think first time in 2016 and from there i became acquainted with him more and i found him not only a polite and very amicable person he is a good researcher as well and also uh, energetic and who can uh, organize many such programs he also taught at the king faisal university in the kingdom of saudi arabia during 9 2009 and 11 he did his phd on finance in the punjab university india and for a small instant he also visited national institute of bank management pune he did his postdoc on uh, postdoctoral fulbright under fulbright fellowship at usa also and currently the treasurer of the uh, of this uh, ex what we call the alumni association of the fulbright fellows in bangladesh he was awarded several um, scholarships and awards prestigious academic and research award fellowship i proclaim era 2017 also awarded distinguished scientists by abc malaysia bangladesh education leadership award 2017 by the asian confederation of business with cmo asia and so many others uh, there will be long time to spell out however uh, we can say that he has published numerous articles in various uh, reputed international and national journals he is also the executive editor of bank parikrama which is a journal of his own institute that is bangladesh institute of bank management in sort ibm and involved in several consultancy projects in bangladesh and other countries of ifc in, that is international finance corporation world bank group projects and on equity entrepreneurship management many many such so i don't want to linger also the project consultant of the uh, da afghanistan bank their national bank and many more countries he is associated with their financial management and uh, programs or projects uh, either as a foreign uh, collaborator or consultant or in the form of the researcher 
so we are very fortunate to have such a learned uh, academician here and who did a lot on the financial inclusion uh, aspects of bangladesh also so we will be benefited highly from his lecture so now it is the floor uh, of the professor banarji to start with so thank you Please very go much ahead. Yeah. Thank you, thank you very much, uh, Professor Utpal. As Professor Utpal has mentioned, that very good friend of mine also. He is also very known academician. I, I got the opportunity to visit his institute, uh, university also. So very good academician. He is also trying to educate the people in different contexts also. So as very nice of him for introducing me with a number of good words. So thank you, Professor Utpal, for introducing me. I am giving thanks to uh, Dr. Arjun Kumar, Director of IMPRI, also for his invitation, kind invitation for me. Uh, Dr. Simi Mehta, just a few minutes back, I, I talked with her. Uh, she's also a Fulbright scholar. So very nice to have everybody because we are all academicians. We are trying to change our planet. Uh, what is the capacity we are holding? So today, as it is mentioned that, uh, I mean, titled, it is already stated. So I'm going for the presentation. So dear friends who are listening me through the virtual communication, you are everybody's welcome today. I think it is in Bangladesh, it is a good afternoon, but for you also, I mean, till now it is possibly good morning. I'm talking from Dhaka, as you know that everybody you are familiar with the Dhaka. As you know that what we have seen in the last century, that is uh, started from the Levin, who has contributed very nicely in the financial area. Everybody was talking about the nexus between the financial development and economic development. Different theories are there. Somebody found that unilateral relationship, somebody found that bivariate relationship, somebody found that no relationships. But now literature, from this context, now it is shifted that nexus between the financial inclusion and economic development. Or in other words, you can say that financial exclusion and I mean, lagging behind of the financial uh, economic development. So now in the literature, in the practically, everybody is thinking that that is how financial inclusion helps in achieving the, I mean, economic development. Now it is depending on what. If you look at the, if you look at the, as it is mentioned that Professor Utpal, Bangladesh has set some example in the financial inclusion in the name of the Grameen Bank. No doubt, everybody is respecting Professor Yunus, very regarded to me also, because he brought the people from the rural area across the country under the financial services. Also, debates are there about the costing of the offering financial services. And by taking the example of the, I mean, Grameen Bank, other financial institutions also came forward, say Bragg and others. Their contribution is also very recorded in financial inclusion. 
Bangladesh recently they have uh, government has accepted national financial inclusion strategy. So now it is truly we can say that Bangladesh government as well as our financial sector, Bangladesh Bank, they are very serious to have the financial inclusion. In other words, we can say that as you know that very different definitions are there, but one definition is given which is considered as a seminal definition for the financial inclusion. That is the access to the finance at affordable cost, availability and uses. I mean, if you cannot ensure the three words, then you cannot say the financial inclusion has been happening. So Sharma uh, accepted, he deserved thanks from our community that he has given a almost a complete definition for the financial inclusion. Now it is, now let me just link uh, Today, it is not the proper time, but even after this, let me link with the financial inclusion and Paul Samuelson, very great theory that financial inclusion and public goods theory. There is a debate whether it will be done by the private sector or it will be done by the public sector. So that is, if I just read out the, I mean, Samuelson's theory, as it is a public goods, financial inclusion, it is the question of the right of the people. So it should be I mean, given or offered or managed by the government. So you see that the public goods theory suggests that everyone will benefit from the financial inclusion regardless of the status, income level, demographic difference. This means that both the rich and the poor people, the financially included citizen and the financially excluded citizen will enjoy the benefits of financial inclusion. Secondly, as it is a public goods, achieving financial inclusion would require public funding. So this is the dilemma. Government should spend the money or not, rather than private funding. Thirdly, as public goods, it gives the government an opportunity to take responsibility of promoting financial inclusion. Finally, the public goods theory of the financial inclusion does not recognize private sector as as promoters of financial inclusion. So we cannot say that public bank will come forward. If public bank will, be, will come forward, then financial inclusion will be happen with a lot of cost of the general people and it will take time also because public entity will never do anything if they will not find the cost benefit in at their interest and it is normal we, i'm not we are not allegating the private sector so public sector will come forward for the financial inclusion and it is very true that <coughs> it is very true that that is if you can bring at least one person from, from say, Bangladesh, we have the four course family, we have the 16 course people. If you can bring one person from each family, poverty of the country automatically will be going out. It will be going to the museum. So government bank has done, but as I have mentioned that cost is there, different uh, merits, demerits are there. They have done and they have forwarded these steps up to a limit. But now we must do this and government very recently has taken the, I mean, financial inclusion strategy. We, we, can, we must took, take it to the door of the people. Now, Alan, I mean, he has mentioned, Alan has mentioned in the literature review from the supply side and demand side also. That is that financial inclusion who will be getting the more chances. He has mentioned that that is rich people, educated people, older people, Arva, employed, married, or separated individuals, he found that they will be automatically financial included. But what about the other rest of the people? What is the others? 
because these people normally as they have the residual money or or they have the they are caring about the future they will be going to the bank and they are saving this money but if you look at that this gentleman has done a very good sides but if supply side demand side is okay but supply side will not come with the comfortability of the demand side then financial inclusion will be taking the again it will take some uh, time then what is the demand side alan he's documented that evidence of the country characteristics evidence of the country characteristic influence in the financial inclusion very uh, explanation is required that country characters it is it democratic based uh, or there the social based or uh, communism is working or religion based so it is also a factor for the i mean financial inclusion high quality institutions efficient legal rules strong contract enforcement and political stability bring about more financial inclusion so you see that i mean if you if you shout without ensuring this situation then financial inclusion may not happen too moreover characteristics about the banking sector also play a key role and ultimately it is true that if you look at the germany experience and others non bank financial institution can go forward the financial inclusion but till bank will not be coming forward then financial inclusion will not be taking the due shape by following the definition of the sharma that is access availability availability and uses it will not be happening till banking sector will not be coming forward for the i mean for the financial inclusion high cost of opening and using bank accounts but also high distance and high disclosure requirement reduce formal inclusion well uh, uh, although fintech has <coughs> i mean reduced the distance but even after this it matters trust in the banking sector is also a factor can also influence the existence of the deposit insurance scheme and tax incentive is also matter and finally religious belief is also factor in case of financial inclusion so these are the demand side and uh, i mean supply side from the literature we have received it now what bangladesh has done policy in case of policy maybe it may be matching with the indian initiative or supporting initiative nepals and others also bangladesh has done three i mean they have taken the three action under the broad umbrella one is reforms what they have done in our central bank they have opening the different wings for the financial inclusion they have opened the different wing for the sme financing so and they have opened the different wing for the itos so reforms has done and bangladesh bank has instructed to the private sector private uh, to the banking sector that each bank they will be opening the one branch one i mean branch dedicated for the lady and each branch they will be keeping the one tax for the financial inclusion or including the female entrepreneur and in the policy level also they have contributed very nicely in the policy level bangladesh has mentioned that each branch of a bank must bring at least three entrepreneur in a year so you see that that is financial inclusion is happening for the enterprise in that way and in case of i mean product design that is bangladesh has also has done a very good job they have initiated the mobile financial services they have initiated the asian banking they have gone for the that is uh, bank and 
that is uh, uh, financial institution linkage, what is popularly called wholesale banking also. So in the policy, different policy, I mean, a variety of policy has been taken, but under the three heads, one is reform, second is the policy, and third is the product design. Now, how this policy has helped us in, in financial inclusion, if you look at that, uh, here I'll be trying to show you that financial inclusion achievement in case of individual level, financial inclusion achievement in case of our farms and farm level and deepening level also. If you look at that, no free accounts, that's a very huge achievements we have found, particularly in the COVID situation. I mean, no free accounts, I think everybody you are understanding, no deposit, minimum deposit is required, no charge will be applicable here. If you look at that, that is how it is growing. How it is growing. You see that in no free accounts, it is CAS year, compound annual growth rate, it is 7%. But if you look at that absolute figure, in 2015, it was the 15,000 in thousands, but it is almost increased by the 5,000 in the, in, within the only the five years. So no free accounts, it is, I mean, increasing and no free accounts, truly it is working for the financial inclusion is school banking. In Bangladesh, very nice that school banking, in school, all students, they are opening the bank accounts. And here, very good news is that there is female participation is more than male participation. And in school banking, if you look at the compound annual growth rate, it is 69.6%. So school banking, it has the multiparious impact because school banking, it is not bringing only the students under the financial services. It brings the family member also under the financial services. They are knowing for the son and daughter how they will be working with the financial services. So school banking is working as in banking. It is a very good steps in the last decade in Bangladesh we, have, we are following. As bank, when they are going for the opening the branches, lot of cost is required. But as in banking, almost they are working looks like the branch, but with a very minimum cost. What is done in Brazil, Kenya, very successful, and India also, they are doing it. So as in banking is also very nasty. And if you look at that, in case of as in banking, growth rate is 225%. So I think you are understanding that how quickly as in banking, they are bringing the people under the banking service. Internet banking, it is growth rate, it is 27.7%. Because internet in Bangladesh now, even in the village area also internet is available, mobile is also available. So in small entrepreneurs, what they're doing, they're sending the money, they're taking the money through the inter internet banking. They're uh, doing the different types of loans also. They're taking the different types of information about the bank. Mobile financial services. It's a, you can say that mobile financial services is the revolution in Bangladesh. And in the COVID situation, it helps us to send the people, even government, they have given the different uh, stimulus packages. So under the mobile services, then, I mean, those who are getting this money, even village area, that is under the mobile services. So mobile financial services, you can say that it is the dynamic achievements in the Bangladesh. Now, people from Bangladesh, from uh, one area, say rickshaw puller, who is operating the rickshaw in Dhaka city, he can send the money to his wife and family living in the village area within just few minutes of 
within few seconds also. But before launching the mobile financial services, they, it requires say, seven days, eight days time to send the money and as well as that is cost also. Dividend credit card. It is also increasing if you look at that, if you broke that, if you put that uh, mobile financial services I have also, also mentioned. Dividend credit card, it is also growing 18.8%, 18, 18, 16.6%. So although dividend credit card mostly confined to the urban area, but in urban area also, some say slum people, they're also using the dividend credit card. So in this way, we are ensuring the financial inclusion for the individual. And uh, all mechanism very nicely working to bring the individual under the financial services. Now, if you go to the financial inclusion and farms and farm, and SME financing, if you look at that, our in SME financing, growth rate is 25.3%. So SME earlier, particularly small segment, they did their business with their own fund. But now they are just going to the bank and earlier, we saw that small enterprise, they took the money from their relatives, friends, with a huge cost. But now they can take the money from the small entrepreneur. They can take the money from the banks at rational cost. Male entrepreneur and female entrepreneur is coming forward. But although, I mean, uh, male entrepreneur is still, they have the relatively higher, higher stake they have. But female entrepreneur is also coming forward. And I think you are uh, you are you are uh, noticing that that is 16.5 percent growth in the female. It means that female community is also coming as an entrepreneur. Growth rate uh, for the male it is the 10.3, but female is also coming forward. Agriculture financing. Uh, I mean, as I have already mentioned, the policy level it is 4.4 percent, but we cannot say it is great because agriculture. It is contributing to our GDP almost the 12%. But in case of financing, it is just only 4.4. Here, possibly, we need to do some works work there. Now, in case of deepening, after the policy level for the financial inclusion of the individual and firms, what extent we have successfully deepened these works? If you look at that in the urban and rural branches, urban area, uh, that is, it is now dominating, but in the 2010, our urban branch was the 42.6 and rural branch it is 57.4. But in 2019, we have seen that urban area 51.5 and rural area it is the 48.5. It is because of the two reasons. One is that Bangladesh Bank, our central bank, they have changed the definition of the urban area. This is one cause that is why in urban area, that is the branch is more. But in the rural area, and more reasons that private banks, they are not interested to go to the extreme rural area where state bank is going. And uh, more is that banking sector now, they're not more interested to open the branch in the rural area. As you know that there is banking, their target is that to uh, send the banking, not the bank branches. But again, rural branches, we should open the more because definition is said that that is in Upozera level, uh, possibly I, uh, I do not know either it will be matching with the Indian set, uh, situation or not. Earlier, in the Upozera area, if any branch is open, it was considered as a rural branch, but now it is considered as the urban branch. 
but government has mentioned that bangladesh bank has mentioned that it is one is to one if one branch will be open in the urban area one must be open in the rural area now as upazila is considered as a urban area and so that i mean bank is not interested to open the branch in the very rural area but if bangladesh bank will come down that upazila level will be considered as the rural area then more rural branches will be open and but one good thing is that i think you are you are observing in the third column most of the banks in bangladesh discover fully online branch 82.4 88.4 now i mean it is not a matter either you are uh, urban area or rural area through the online branches you can do the activities of the uh, of the banking activities now household deposit in the financial inclusion as you know that literacy support that what extent household deposit corporate deposit it will be coming from the uh, i mean in the urban area but household deposit and loans and advance it is the important determinants that what extent financial inclusion is happening so you see that share of deposit household deposit i mean urban people it is if you look at the 2019 it is the 79.1 rural people 29.9 so it is a problem not only from the supply side it is a problem of the demand side also because in bangladesh many people they love to keep keep their money under the mattress only so our this is the area this is the gray area where bangladesh can work so that in the rural area also people like and people prefer to keep the money in the banking sector in the household uh, in the household deposit uh, if you look at that our uh, percentage but female participation that is again let me repeat is that it is a very good sign that female participation is uh, it is increasing very nicely by 22.9% but uh, earlier although figure wise it is less but growth wise this is the satisfaction is that 22.9% a uh, female that is household uh, deposit is coming from the female community loans and advance again it is not a very uh, bright picture i i cannot offer to you because loans and advance urban people they are taking the more loan but rural people they are not taking the loan it is the you see that i mean social structure almost the same in bangladesh and india religious philosophy uh, it is working then people they don't take the loan they they prefer that they will be doing the business on their own farm particularly this concept is still prevailing in our village area so this is the this may be the reason but why i am mentioning because here we can work more if you want to bring the all people household loan also as you have seen that but good thing is that female that they are i mean they are also coming forward uh, but you can ask me the question that female entrepreneur is more but female loan is not deposit is more but why female growth rate of female loans is not is not higher than male because 24.2% male it is growth rate in case of household loan but in the female 20% growth rate is there reason may be there say husband is taking the loan but i mean wife is getting the benefit but wife is not coming forward as the first person to take the loan that may be the reason but again it deserve to take the very in depth study why female 
their deposit growth rate is good, but why their loans taking growth rate is not, I mean, more than uh, female. Uh, in case of Harpenthal index, it is only for the academic interest. It is highly concentrated, as you knew that it is more than 2,500. So after having this, now we have learned a very simple correlation. And if you look at that, that is uh, blue area, green area. I mean, we are going for the agent banking, but agent banking, agent banking is still, it is not very effective in case of, in case of, in case of taking the loan. If you look at the correlation, number of borrowers to the agent, it is 0.77. But if you come to the depositors, so asset banking proactively, I mean, it is just working for the deposit taking till now in Bangladesh, but it is not used till now as a center for offering the loans and advances also. But here again, we need to work for that also. Now, what about Bangladesh, where we are as compared to the four countries we have taken, one is India, Thailand, and Japan. Uh, one is the developed, then India, that is uh, as our neighboring country. Now, you, just a few statistics we have mentioned is that number of borrowers from commercial banks per 1,000 adults. Now, here, our object, our uh, situation is that Bangladesh, it is 83 point. 08, number of borrowers from commercial bank are 1,000 adults. I mean, out of 1,000, 83% they are taking the loan. But Thailand, it is the 363%. Global statistics is also telling like that way. Number of deposit accounts with commercial bank per 1,000 adult. In Bangladesh, it is 80, 855. But in India, they are ahead of us, 1937.2. Thailand ahead, more ahead of us. Number of deposit with commercial bank per 1,000 adults, if you look at that, this is the same picture what I have mentioned. Number of loan accounts with commercial bank per 1,000 adults, Bangladesh, it is the 92.65. India, it is 199.63. Thailand, and it is 440.87. And Japan, it is 210. So this country ahead of us because of loan accounts with commercial banks per 1,000 adults. Now, Bangladesh, it is, it is the statistics of the bank-based financial inclusion. But you see that as it is mentioned by Professor Paul also, Bangladeshi rural people, they are taking the more loan from the non-bank financial institution also. Even shadow banking is working till now. So uh, this is the status, but it does not mean that people is not getting the money. They are getting the money, not from the bank, maybe they are from other sources. So if you go to the next, financial inclusion for farms and farm, position of Bangladesh as compared to India, Thailand, and Japan. We have all already looked at the individual. But if you look at that, there is number of small and medium enterprises, borrower from commercial banks, SMEs from banks, it is 36.98%, uh, but in Thailand, it is 93.31%. India, uh, I mean, information was not available. We did not find from the IMF data. Then uh, if you look at that uh, last one, number of small and medium enterprises loan accounts with commercial banks, 
percentage of non-financial operation loan accounts with commercial banks. I mean, SMEs and total loan accounts, Bangladesh 41.44, Japan it is 97.33. It means that in Japan, all small and medium entrepreneurs, they are taking the loan, but in Bangladesh is still our small and medium entrepreneurs, they are taking, they are not, all are, the, all they are not taking the loan from the banking sector. Now, financial inclusion depending, as I have shown in Bangladesh data under the three segments, one is the individual, then firms, and third is that, that is uh, uh, depending. Our depending is fine, but let me show that one thing. In case of mobile financial services, even we are ahead of, of India. If you look at that green area, number of mobile money transaction during the reference year per 1,000 adults, 19,481. But in India, transaction-wise, it is 366.88. So we are ahead of that. Even we are ahead of the Thailand also. Actually, it is depending on the social structure also because number of mobile transaction. It is easiness because of, as I have mentioned that in mobile financial services, we are doing great. And second is that reason maybe that in Bangladesh, say I'm sending my money from, from my brother, from my sister, from the religious organization, from the social organization. So more transaction is there. So in the mobile financial services, I mean, I can say that Bangladesh is doing very good jobs. People very quickly, they can send the money from one part to another part of the country. Some econometrics analysis we did, but I just I'm showing that it is I done in my one other article that is six country in the including the India that is financial inclusion and economic growth. We have taken the two three variables. I uh, we have used the panel uh, back to error correction model and we have done the panel analysis also. But I am going to the last. We have used the random effect model. Just I'm showing you the result. I'm going for the diagnostic test as well as the robustness test also. Here uh, we have used the one ratio deposit to, uh, I mean, advanced to deposit. And you see that this is very much effective in increasing, in increasing the per capita income. It is very robust. It is very, T test is very good. So, I mean, in case of per capita income, if you can increase the loans and advance to deposit ratio, it is directly impact, bring the impact on our on our economic growth. Then financial institution in the for the 1000 people, then it is also effectively using for our economic growth also. So there is a debate, although I think it is definitely it must be happening in India, it is in Bangladesh also. Either bank will be opening the branches or bank will not be opening the branches. I mean, either they will be going for the fintech based, but it is proven here is still financial institutions matters because it is the matters of the confidence of the people. People is not very literate in the village area. So if they'll find a branch in place of as and in place of mobile financial services, they, they have the confidence is that yes, our money is safe and we can take the more as loan from this organization also. Now we have gone with the, Utpulda, uh, I mean, how many more minutes we have? Utpulda, can you hear me? 
you can take 10 15 minute okay okay <laughs> uh, now we have gone to the some question to the people after having this information we have gone to the so the question was that why i mean our sme financing is increasing answer they have given but just uh, let me share one answer geographical penetration to branch and agent banking so actually i mean mobile financial services is fine <clears throat> but our we must take the agent or branch to the rural area if SME financing we are trying to increase. Then what are the decreasing trend on the SME financing? Then bankers, they have mentioned that. That is sometimes management has been changed. So they, they, are, they are going for the corporate financing more. So it is depending on the management also. Say one bank in Bangladesh, it is called Bragg Bank. They are doing extraordinarily good for financing the SME sector. So it is depending on the mindset of the management also. Then somebody is taking that in the SME sector, NPL is more. Well, individual-wise, NPL is more. But if you look at that corporate-wise, in corporate, if somebody will be defaulted, then 100 crores is going for the one person. But in case of SME sector, if one person will be defaulted, it is just going a couple of thousands only. So individual-wise, NPL may be more, but if you go for the submission, then you'll be funding that in the corporate sector, our NPL is more. Now, list of the most effective policy, which policy has worked very nicely? One is that MFI linked agri-financing policy. Say bank cannot go to the agriculture sector, they are giving the loan to the NGOs, they are distributing it, which are we are calling that it is the wholesale banking. New product, as in banking, very nicely working. Mobile financial services, it is very working. That is, these are very nice policy. We have gone for that one very sensitive issue. Women. Then expected growth in the number, amount of the women entrepreneur plan, loan. I personally busy, believe that and literature support that. If women, if I give the 10 taka to the woman and if I give 10 taka to the man, utilization by the woman, it is five times more than what is utilized by the male person. But even up to this, why it is not happening? Risks, what first is the risks of fund diversion to the family matters. Almighty Bhagavan Amadarke Ebabe Sisti Kurachi. Jay, males, they have the very soft heart. So if loan is taken by the female, sorry, female, they have the soft heart. So if they'll take the, if family, they are facing the problem, they are diverting the farm from their entrepreneur to the family matters. So this is also one cause that is why bankers, they are feeling shy to give the money to the woman. Second is the social stigma and glass ceiling. And as you know, that glass ceiling concept, women still in Bangladesh confined to the very business, not the large industry, say boutique, food and others, but they're not going for the garments, they're not going for the textile, large industry, they don't prefer. 
this is the glass ceiling concept. It is maybe from herself or it is maybe imposed by the family. So this may be the reason that is why, I mean, female is still, they are not coming forward. More women, they are trading more, mostly they are trading. So in case of financial inclusion, you said different problems are there, difficulty for the unbanked people in meeting the formalities. For this, we need to take the help of the this public goods theory. Government must come forward. Government must take the initiative that, although that's a different, I mean, there is a there are some different problems of the public theory also. But even after this country like Bangladesh in India, if government will not come forward with a very strong vision is that, will bring all person under the financial inclusion, then it is very tough to achieve. So simplified process is important. Process is important because you are understanding somebody who never come to the bank. If you want to bring these people under the banking services, process must be very friendly. So uh, different product is required in the banking sector, different product is required. And, and it is already mentioned by Professor Utpol is that interest rate is coming down. It is true for the true for the Bangladesh also. But now if you want to bring the people, you, you just teach them how to do the business. A university professor will be just teaching, it is not enough. He can also show the example by involving himself in the different enterprises. A man or woman will be keeping the deposit they will be losing their interest if it is only the interest on the deposit. But if you give some easy product for the investment in the loan side, say secure one debt and others, then they will be feeling comfortable to take the loan. Now, as the, we have asked to the people, what are the regulatory changes required? Better alignment to the interest rate. Interest rate is a factor. Launching a special referencing scheme, credit guarantee scheme, more referencing scheme, setting up specific target of bringing fresh borrowers under financial inclusion. A specific target is required. In Bangladesh, they are doing. Each bank, they are setting the target at the beginning of the year, how much they will be disbursing to the small entrepreneur. And at the end of the year, they are reporting to the Bangladesh bank what they have planned at the beginning of the year, what, what extent they have achieved. It works because they are making the budget, they have the target to achieve it and they need to report to the Bangladesh. So this type of policy is also taken Bangladesh and it is achieving. Now, uh, let me go to the some suggestions. You see that in, I think, different, Ravana is there. In the COVID, what is the lesson? Different people, they are drawing the different lessons also. But I think most important lessons is that people of the ashram must stay in the ashram. They should not go to the daily. In Bangladesh, people of the, uh, I think you are not familiar with the different parts of Bangladesh. Our target, why COVID is spreading in Delhi? Because all people is coming in the daily. If we could have kept the people in the rural area, 
then I think COVID can spread less in the urban area. So I think COVID has given one very important lesson is that we must keep people in their own area. So just a, just a second. Are you disconnect? No, sir. I think something pressing would have come. Sir has achha, achha. gone off on the video. Sir, we have many discussions with us. You can check with them once. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw. Them, yeah. I saw they joined. Are Madam's photo also with them. Sir, we also have Dr. Vikash Kumar joining from Great Chandigarh. Very good. And then we have Dr. Rama Kundu, ma'am. Rama. Palmaji. Shanti. Basis Bhattacharya. And we also have, as a discussant, GB yeah. from yes, our researcher. Yes. Very good. Prasanthu Babu. Hmm. He'll just come. So till then, if you like to add anything, you can go on. I think so. Uh, yeah, I've already joined. <laughs> I was taking a biscuit. Yeah, because... yeah. yeah you no please. problem. Uh, so thank you. Sorry for just taking a few minutes. It's okay. No problem. <laughs> so as I was mentioned in the COVID situation, I think the structure of the urban and rural area we must change it. We must keep the people where he he born. He can visit other places or other places, uh, other places. But professional wise, if you can keep these people in that in in his own area, this type of I mean crisis we can overcome very easily. But we could not do it. I think everybody. It is urban based society we have created all over the planet. So in this situation, what we can do? Definitely financial inclusion is a way out. We must do it. Now, what we can do in this COVID situation? In Bangladesh, I can tell you that mobile financial services saved us. Because government has given a different types of stimulus package, it went very easily to the village area. Now, FinTech-based financial inclusion must be encouraged. I think it is obvious. We cannot explanation is not required. Artificial intelligence is required. We must think for the banking. We must not think for the branch. But well, we cannot do it over within a moment. That's why I was talking that still demand is there for the branch. Use of no, no free accounts and school banking account. I think Bangladesh can do it. India can do it also. No free account. It is not only for the government safety net program. By using that, they can do the very multifarious job. They can take the loan, they can keep the deposit, they send the money to the other people. Even bank can use it for the financial literacy also. School banking. 
we can say that your parents can take the loan from the bank by using these accounts we can say that you just what you have learned by doing the school banking you just give this teaching to the to your parents to your relatives you say that yes you can if you open the bank accounts branch will be giving a certificate so multiparious use you can do this with the school banking also innovative technology driven financial services are needed i i have already mentioned that but innovative what we can do different financial services we can offer to the people in case of financial services in our subcontinent still we are talking for the interest but we never talk about the non financial benefit we can say that if you open a accounts in the bank tax certificate will be given by the branch manager he will prepare it. you can say that some non medical services non financial services say if a village woman son got a certificate say gpa in the secondary and higher secondary bank can give a certificate to him so time has come technology financial benefit non financial benefit so that all people in the village area will come under the furnish is brought by the corona so i mean we must bring the all smes still we are thinking that sme you you will find that still sme you will find that they are taking the loan from their brothers sisters and others with the higher interest rate. without any recognition we can make university can make a publicity they can go there different camping come to the bank bank can go we saw in us united states of america also i think many of you you visited university they have the separate department how to prepare the proposal for the small entrepreneur because small entrepreneur cannot know how to proposal for having the loan this department university this department they are going for the circulation of the financial education proper financial education is necessary in the in the university looks like a very basic subject financial inclusion must be a subject in the all department in the science in the arts in other departments also this must be a basic education the current definition of the urban area banks with innovative financial inclusion initiative should be rewarded a bank they are doing a lot of work for the financial inclusion but they are not rewarded they must be rewarded say two banks is working in a same city one bank they are going for the financial inclusion other bank is not getting the financial inclusion so bank who are working more for the financial inclusion they should come under the fiscal benefits that should come under the different types of reward in terms of loan classification and other sorts in terms of tax as i have mentioned credit guarantee scheme for the small cottage and industry in bangladesh one problem is that bank is not interested for the loan for the small entrepreneur because 
more operating cost and there is chances that more default is there so credit guarantee scheme given by the government or different donor agency then they will be very easily they will be going for the i mean financing default may be 10 out of thousands but credit guarantee scheme will be giving the some sort of confidence to the banks now very important thing is that society will not be improved indian society or bangladesh cities society will never be at par if female community will not be coming forward now same services offered some same education is offered but even after this why female community is not coming forward is it a problem for the demand side or supply side i think area wise cluster wise we need to make a very important research is it because of the demography is it because of the religious beliefs or is it because of the ages we must try to find out because strongly we believe that if female will not be coming forward the journey of the financial inclusion will not be over so with this presentation now conclude <coughs> my discussion i am very much eager to listen and to learn from you also so thank you very much for giving me time so let me hand over now to professor paul so thank you very much for your exhaustive coverage on this financial inclusion is various aspects and the role of the banks uh, you have highlighted mostly of the bangladesh definitely so you began uh, professor banerji uh, began with the financial inclusion with a prelude and then Uh, he gone for that uh, needs of the financial inclusion and then individualistic how financial inclusion taken place the role of the banks and other financial institutions so the intermediaries how it is replaced and then at the firm level financial inclusion uh, also he made a comparison between the rural urban across social groups male female how their deposits and loans are advances so a comparison then also only one thing i i was looking for that uh, that financial inclusion uh, what in that what is the role of the foreign financiers that is a large number of foreign banks i think in bangladesh also operating in india also some as less anyway some a number of uh, queries i have i will come to that later and thereafter these uh, how it contributes to the growth of the country gdp productivity all these and financial uh, finally with some remedial measures so a number of issues have been covered here but the fundamental thing of this financial inclusion that came that was because that capital is a necessity so it should be fundamental right of the individuals to have the access to capital because it enhances their productive capability and initially the financial services especially from the government sector or the public sector that was for the service to the people not for the business business comes as a, a little late without that how can they survive the financial institutions but when you go for the private financial institutes or middleman or relatives when you take so their main objective is to earn profit so that is one because 
and financial service cost is also involved so but when we look at that development with a human face as you told that if people cannot come to the bank bank has to go to the people i think bangladesh gramin bank also started with that motive in the beginning so people used to go to the needy people and advances give given and though there are some uh, observations of the people that interest rate is very high but you will see that recovery rate also was very high because when every day one person see that banker is coming and giving 100 or 200 rupees and regularly in a week they have to repay 10 or 50 rupees so they can accumulate and give rather more defaulter when we see when there is a less interest and from the formal sector because people take it very lightly so that means definitely capital enhanced their productive capability their earning capability so even if high interest in the gramin banks case defaulter was very less that was one thing so many many such things are there i i will come come to that later so the freedom how policies uh, here operates and product designs rather i would like to hear more from our discussants first so those who have gone through your lecture here so at first i invite uh, dr sandeep gopal maji who also visited your institute earlier i think he is now a faculty at tejpur university of the commerce department sandeep can you hear me yes yes sir uh, please uh, your uh, unmute and tell uh, you already unmuted can you can you okay but we can okay. you if you can also have your video give your observation and any query uh, if you have actually we had uh, network connection is not so good so if i open my video maybe uh, my voice will be no, no, okay okay you go ahead you can try yes okay okay uh, thank you professor dev uh, i would like to thanks uh, professor banerji we met here in 2018 it is a very nice time we spent in the bibm uh, thank you sir for your nice presentation Uh, i have learned many things about the financial inclusion also it's not my area uh, i have a small view that uh, it's true that providing credit to the people of all section is absolutely required but if the people don't use the loan for productive purposes what happened in india also in most of the cases then how long this institution will survive this is not only bad for the banks it is bad for the economy also because they are getting loan from the banks and after that they are using not for productive purposes so actually economy is also not benefited the same thing happens in meghalaya one student was pursuing phd in sme sector many registered open the smes large number of uh, smes are there in paper but when they visited the smes they find that there is no one which is working in actually what happened they once they open the smes they get some benefit for the government from the government and once that benefit is over they are closing down the smes so ultimately in the long run the economy is surviving the government money is wasting so what how that's that's the question that if they are not using the productive purposes what will be the future of this financial inclusion Hello, sir. Yes, yes. Ah, I I think we can uh, accumulate some of the queries and then you can respond. You know, that no, would be quiet. better. It is fine. Ah, so uh, next, I would like to invite uh, Dr. Rogubir Bista, uh, who also gave a good lecture one day on the 
international trade aspects so please raghuveer sir sir for the record also introduce uh, uh, professor raghuveer yes ha um, uh, he is from patan uh, multiple campus of tribhuvan university he teaches economics there and a prolific writer also yes from nepal yes thank you in nepal yeah. Uh, thank you so for your uh, nice presentation but uh, uh, sorry to join lately uh, i have you know uh, few queries only uh, in sar countries you know uh, all, um, sar countries have implemented you know financial inclusion uh, to mainstream the poorest of the poor people and marginal people uh, um, and when we you know uh, conduct the study uh, we found the mixed observation and mixed uh, result and and uh, you know in recently you know bangladesh has you know performed better uh, may i ask the you know one query you know uh, what is the contribution of the financial inclusion on uh, gdp you know gdp growth rate at present moment and also the uh, how much its contribution on the poverty reduction and inequality reduction uh, so thank you Uh, that means you want to say that if there is an extension of loan by one crore taka, for example, then uh, what percentage of the GDP growth will take place? Yeah, of is course. The elasticity or like that. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Whether Multi it is done or not. Oh, okay. Multi okay. Multiplier effect is crowding. Yeah. Afterwards. Okay. So uh, um, may I invite Dr. Vikas Kumar, please? Arjun, please introduce him. Details I do not have. Yes, sure. Yeah. Because, sir, if you can have your video on, Doctor Vikas Kumar. Hello. Good afternoon, everybody. Yes. Um, actually, I am not in town. I am away for a field visit, so uh, I have uh, some network issue. No so again the uh, one of the previous speakers has said that uh, there the, the voice might get freeze yes yes so let me introduce uh, dr kumar yes uh, dr vikas kumar is assistant professor at the center for research in rural and industrial development cred chandigarh punjab uh, from india sir over to you uh, good afternoon and first of all uh, i express my presentation a little late because i was driving that time and but i must say uh, after listening the half uh, done presentation uh, you know halfway when i joined it is very 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 enriching and though i am not a person of financing and uh, banking sector but it was very enriching for me to understand the nitty gritty and the nuances and how bangladesh is uh, in this field and also uh, the comparison in different Uh, countries it was uh, very and any uh, query or question though uh, because everything was uh, you know uh, it's a things to learn for me so thank you very much okay uh, over to you arjun sir it's okay thank you very much <coughs> dr kumar so may i invite uh, professor subhashish bhattacharya subhashish are you online yes sir yes, so sir. he is a professor of economics at sidhu kanu birsa university 
and uh, he does a lot of work on various aspects, not only finance, rural development, many other aspects. So uh, over to Subhasis, please. Yes, sir. Uh, first of all, I'm, um, I'm, uh, I, it's a nice, nice presentation. Um, uh, thanks to uh, Professor Banerjee uh, for giving information. This is not my area. So, um, but I have one, one thing that uh, what, what he uh, concludes that uh, it is very interesting uh, aspects whether to know it is a demand side, demands led or supply led. But I got some information, I got some uh, in some uh, in past, I read in some paper that uh, the, see, uh, what he actually uh, shown in the um, slides that the agent based agent banking is, in, is a significant factor. But uh, the factor like this, that still I am uh, what I actually read in past, that is the still the agents are not permitted to, uh, to open directly the bank accounts uh, for the for the people. And those people are actually in the um, marginal sections. So if, if these kinds of if these kinds of parameters are existing there, I think the supply side will not functioning uh, in a proper manner. So uh, the policies are there, they are functioning, but, but the different uh, how variable uh, in the categories are there, which are uh, not, which are obstruct us to function the supply side. This is also significant. I, I actually read in some paper uh, like uh, Amit Sajid in 2018, that this, this agent-based banking is a significant one for performing. And this is, this is my asking area, uh, if you highlight something. Yeah, but in the agent-based system, you can have some parallel in India also, like LIC, that time there was PRLS, many such uh, mutual fund institutes, even within your SBI and other banks also, they have made some financial uh, services through agent system. So they come to your home also, but the function is is little different as, as in case of the uh, non-banking institutions, you see. Anyway, he can highlight a little more. So uh, now I would like to come to the discussion to one, uh, Dr. Uma Kundu, uh, who is teaching at Sikkim University. And she is also highly enthusiastic and, and, and a good researcher, though he she give more emphasis on the environmental and related aspects, but I think uh, these financial services in the environmental management, disclosure, many such things are interrelated in the development. So she can contribute some from her side. Ma'am, please unmute yourself. Unmute, you are muted. Unmute. Not unmuted still. It, it happened for a while. It happened for a while. Please click again. Click. Yes, done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Utpalda, for giving me this opportunity. <laughs> it's, it's a very, really wonderful opportunity for me. And first of all, I'd like to uh, thank uh, Professor Banerjee for the illuminating discussion. Uh, being somebody much junior in terms of experience, it would be really an audacity for me to make any comment on this because this is not uh, my cup of tea. Uh, but uh, one thing that I'd like to say you that, that is, sir, I am fully agree with uh, you that uh, 
this um, what I can say that is undoubtedly this financial inclusion uh, is the need of the hour uh, in India uh, uh, and uh, in case of India and Bangladesh. But in India also, especially in the northeastern parts, there basically in I am working in Sikh University that uh, that has already mentioned. Uh, this uh, the picture is not uh, same in Sikkim as in that kind of uh, Bangladesh. In Sikkim, I have done a little bit work on this financial inclusion and all. That is, uh, my experience is uh, much more <laughs> bitter, not <laughs> good. Uh, my point is that that is uh, here. Uh, what I have seen that women are not approaching to the uh, banks uh, because their societal structure. One uh, one particular area. Another one is that one particular reason. Another reason is that uh, as you know, the infrastructural facility issues are there in northeastern part in Sikkim. Basically, the remote villages are not uh, connected with. There, uh, connectivity problem is there. So, uh, so it is uh, they are very very much lagging behind in in Sikkim. Moreover, uh, I, uh, uh, during my field uh, survey, uh, I have seen that I have asked the women that is why they are not uh, uh, approaching to the banks. They are very, basically very, very much scared, and not only if, even if they are going to the banks, they are taking loans from the banks. They are not one uh, person. One uh, uh, person that is uh, uh, he has already right, uh, rightly pointed out that it is not. They are using their for the productive purpose. They are basically using it for the marriage ceremony and uh, other other purposes. So if it is not uh, used for the productive purpose, so what is the need of this? Uh, or how the success will come up? But I have just few queries from yours, uh, from my side. That is, this is my queries. Uh, I think that you have uh, done the panel data analysis. In case of panel data analysis, hopefully you have done the both uh, LSDP model and the um, uh, random effect model. In uh, I th uh, how many years data that you have set, uh, and what are the how many cross-sectional units that you have considered? What are the types of variables that uh, basically you have chosen for your study? And uh, on the basis of the uh, Hausman specification test, uh, that is which model that you have picked up, whether the fixed effect or random effect. So that, that are my basically my queries. Okay, anyways, I thank you very much. It is basically a gainful and learning experience from my side. Okay, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Uttal, sir, you are mute. You are on mute. Sir, yes. So he has already mentioned that he used the random effect model there. Maybe you have missed it. So mm -hmm. anyway, that, that was the But uh, the purpose of use here, one thing I, I would like to mention that in, in the connection of the um, self-help group link bank linkage of the NABAD, we, we did some study long, long back and recently few years back on the women empowerment and financial empowerment. There we observe that when a woman is given some money through loan or whatever, their earning capabilities are increased. And the similar money is given to a man. Suppose a woman-headed household and a man-headed household, so we had made some comparison. We had seen that women are utilizing the finance of that money for the human resource development more, for their health care, for education of their children, or even if they buy, they buy some goat, cattle, so that from there some more earning they can get for the sustainable livelihood. Rather, if you give uh, some uh, money to a man, percentage uh, of that for the uh, 
uh, and, and non-productive purposes they use more for liquor and others. So that, that also we observe. So definitely it is there, though there is a lack that women are not com coming forward to that extent, what to be done on the financial literacy aspect. So that is one thing, but it is good if you go by that type of comparison. Anyway, so there are so many issues. I have the example. So now, uh, Arjun, may we call uh, Mr. Uh, Ati? Yes, yes. Can, can you please uh, introduce? I will. Jibi, are you there? Please have your camera on. Yes. Uh, one thing also I really wanted also to add. Sir also mentioned in his lecture, uh, Professor Banerjee, that uh, when the loan is given to women, it is five times more productive. Yeah. I, yes, sir. We'll also share more. We, that, we, we saw. Yeah. Yes. That what, and uh, since uh, ma'am also uh, shared her story uh, from her work in, in Sikkim, so I really thought that it will be very wise to have also uh, the view of, uh, of the, uh, the financial inclusion and empowerment, uh, for, especially for women. We have Mudra scheme, you know, we have Jandhan Yojana. So uh, India in last few years, really, as uh, Professor Utpal uh, has also highlighted that uh, uh, in terms of access, yes, there is some movement, but uh, utility is really no low. So during the pandemic, we have done many studies and uh, GB uh, Ati is, uh, is a uh, student at Ashoka University here in, in Delhi and uh, also researches uh, with uh, IMPRI and she has led many good studies, went to the field, uh, especially in this time of pandemic. I, I think GB will add more. And GB is joining us from uh, uh, Tamil Nadu, Kanyakumari. GB, why don't you go on? Please unmute. Please go ahead. Uh, thank you, sir. Actually, it was really an enriching session. Thank you so much for the presentation. Uh, so, uh, as sir had mentioned, we had uh, done a study to understand how COVID, uh, the impact of COVID on rural women. So, uh, among, I mean, among a lot of our questions, we also uh, went like we did a uh, we did quite some analysis on how this uh, the schemes for financial inclusion has affected women during the COVID time. So there was this uh, amount which was transferred to the women through the Jandan Yojana, like a uh, five hundred rupees. But uh, actually, many women uh, the problem was that they I mean they created the account but they failed to maintain the account. So they were brought into the system of financial inclusion, but at the end, when there was actually a need, they didn't uh, get benefited by it because they because they failed to maintain the account, they didn't receive the benefit actually. So uh, I mean, we are actually bringing a lot of schemes, but how far it is effective and how far uh, the scheme is reaching to every person, I mean, even that is a uh, concern, right? I mean, uh, not just uh, I mean, we have very ideal schemes in mind. But uh, we have to also look at how, to what extent it is reaching the people and what what extent the change is coming about. So I'd like to hear your opinion about it. So thank you. So Jibi has really, yes, the effectiveness point. Uh, Professor Utpal, uh, should we have one round to uh, Professor Prashanta Venerji? Otherwise, uh, yeah, otherwise he may, he may miss some round. of the queries and then Simi will give Yes, okay. yourself, myself also. And yeah. I would also like uh, to uh, request Professor Bista to also uh, uh, inform us what is uh, the state of affairs also in Nepal in respect of uh, financial inclusion, especially pertaining also to women. Yes, Professor uh, Prashanta Banerjee, over to you. Sir, you can choose to, you know, uh, answer any or, you know, reflect. 
Even Dr. Arjun, uh, very nice participation, very nice queries. Many thanks to uh, who has placed the very intellectual question to me also. Let me start with Dr. Vikash Kumar. He's there still, Mr. Vikash Kumar. Yes, sir. because it, it is a part of my because I was a student of the Chandigarh. Oh, because uh, it's because good to hear, sir. Sir, I'm here, sir, and it's very. I'm very pleased to know that uh, you were a student at Chandigarh, sir. <laughs> because I mean, uh, my, I was a student of the Professor Singh. Professor Singh has a son. His name is Bikash also. Oh. I do not. He's an academician also. Punjab University. And now I do not know possibly he's in Delhi, but I lost my communication with him. I, initially, I thought that you may be that person. <laughs> uh, because I cannot see you. You uh, can you can you see your face, please? Because uh -huh. you can recognize whether it is he or not. Kumar is my senior from JNU. He has done his PhD in uh, South Asian studies. Uh, yes, yes, Doctor Vikas. Sir, I'm. Uh, uh, okay, because uh, Doctor Vikas. I did my PhD from Punjab University, University of Business School. Possibly Dr. Dinesh is, is still is working there. Uh, so, but I did my PhD under Professor S.P. Singh and he has a son. He's in academic area. His name is also Bikash. I do okay. not know where he is now, but sorry, uh, I lost my communication with him. But I have the high regards always to... I'll, I'll try to... Sir, sir. Uh, you... uh, when I'll go back to Chandigarh, sir, I'm away um, at my friend's place in um, Ludhiana uh, for a field trip. So when I'll go back to Chandigarh, I'll definitely try to locate him uh, in PU um, and then I'll get back to you, sir. Very kind of you. Very kind of you. Let me address a few questions. Very interesting as it is mentioned that, that is, uh, Professor Utpol was talking about the foreign banks. Actually, foreign banks, can you hear me now? Yeah. Actually, foreign banks, they did nothing for the financial inclusion. Now, one question, subsequent question can come that why we have the requirement to have the foreign banks. Still, we have the requirement because we are involved with the trade in case of foreign trade. They are helping us. They are offering us the very smart banking also. We are trying to learn from them. They are cheap, cheap executive. They are world standard. So sometimes... After having job in the foreign banks, they are coming to our private banks. So many ways we are getting the benefit. But as question asked by Professor Utpal, actually foreign banks did nothing for the financial. Yeah. Second question, what Professor Shanti <laughs> Professor Ma Shanti, very nice to hear your voice because as you have mentioned, you have visited my institute also. So that's a very critical question you have asked me, productive use. You are right. But for that reason, you cannot stop yourself as a banker, as a financial institution. Your thrust point is that to find out the people who can use their fund for the productive use. Definitely in the society, always you'll be finding that good people is there, bad people is there, entrepreneur capacity some people has, somebody does not have that. Out of this, I mean, class uh, mix of the society, you need to find out that. In Bangladesh, you see that what banker they have done. They have tried to find out the right borrower, right mindset, 
and write capacity also. You need to find out. Banker should not just keep himself under the AC room. His job is that not indoor. His job is that outdoor. So mindset is very important. But you are right. Some people they after taking the loan they are not using the right person. But it does not mean that good people is not there. Either they are not coming to the bank or you are not going to the bank. So you need to find out that. In, in and you need to find out the thorough knowledge about the industry. Which one has the market? Which does not has the market? So if if you can give the right money, even in my family, so I have one son and one daughter. If I give the money to my daughter, she is in, using in one way. If I give my taka to my son, he is using in other way also. This is the reflection of the house. This is the reflection of the society. This is the reflection of the planet also. So productive use is there, but possibly we did not find out the right person. And always you'll be finding that some people is trying to take the opportunity of the government benefit. So you need to you need to regulate it. You need to give the proper policy. Then uh, Mr. Uh, Roguram Bir from Nepal he has mentioned that right now I don't have the very exact uh, statistics about that uh, poverty reduction and inequality. In, in, in but it is true that in Bangladesh, only in our macroeconomic points of view, only one demerits what we have that our income inequality is day by day is increasing. Because some people, they have a lot of money, some people does not have. This is the very important concern of the policymaker in Bangladesh and they're trying to do this. And financial inclusion, I can tell you that one of the very important instrument to reduce the gap. So if you go for the, I mean, financial inclusion for the enterprise, it is not only for the enterprise. I think I have mentioned in my discussion also, it is the all employees who are working in that in that farm also. So garments, in garments, thousand people is working. If loan is taken by the garments, it is not only garments own enterprise. It's so it is our poverty is drastically reduced now. I, I cannot give you the statistics just now, but I can tell you that hardcore poverty, it is less than 20%. After independence, it was the totally different situation. You know that that is the, the then foreign minister of the USA. He has mentioned that it is a without any, uh, I mean, basket, without any, uh, I mean, what is called that, without any shelter, without, that's, he has mentioned that. But now Bangladesh is totally a different country with dynamic leadership is there. I mean, very capable entrepreneur capacity is there. And from all corners of the society, they are telling that job providing is not the job, is not a good thing. Sorry, job providing is the good thing. Job seeking is not the good things. So people, young generation who are from the university, they are trying to do something some people in place of seeking the job. Mr. Bikash, I have addressed his question. Uh, Mr. Bhattacharya, he was talking about the agent banking. Uh, his question was not very clear to me. There was a chaos in my area, that's why I did not uh, get his question. But you see that agent banking in Bangladesh, they are permitted a number of services. They are permitted to take the deposit, they are permitted to take the give the loan also, but there is a limit is there. 
And in Asian banking, gradually, you have seen that from the statistics, how it is increasing very quickly. And business people gradually, they are putting their faith on the Asian banking, like the banking services. So in future, I can tell you that I, I don't have the statistics about the India in Bangladesh. In rural area, Asian banking will be truly a, that is replacement of the branch bank. Most of the services they will be offering. So there is no problem. I mean, from the demand supply side, there is no problem. Demands, uh, they will be giving the all services and demand side. Initially, as I have mentioned that, they have the some sort of limitation to keep their faith on the agent banking. But in future, I believe that if agent banking will be established formally, as it is permitted by the central bank, then, then general people will be coming forward to take the all types of services from the agent banking. And agent is given to the people who are very regarded in the society. Agent is not given to Rohim, uh, very general people, who is very regarded teacher, or he is a very established person in a village. He is getting the agent. So automatically, persons behind the organization is also important. So agent banking, that's why in Bangladesh it is doing very good. But still, we have a problem. Agent banking, who are taking the agent banking, still it is not profitable because more people is not coming to the agent. But in future, I can tell you that more people will be coming and it will be a center for the banking services, all type of banking services in Bangladesh, like Kenya and Japan. We are following this model too. Uh, Mr. Uh, Madam uh, Kunduji, what they have asked, he, she has very technical question and uh, Professor Utpal has given answer. Because a random, random effect model is, I mean, used, but as well as not only random effect model for this study, we have used the panel vector error correction model also. So it is proven that, and she has asked me the, about the variables. We have worked for the two variables, two independent variables. One is the loans and advances divided by uh, deposits, and second is that branch within the for the one hundred thousand people. And both we have seen that they're working for the, for increasing the, for enhancing the per capita income of the, per capita income of the people. So time about period that, she was the, asking, time period. Uh, time period, she has asked me that it is, we have taken the six country, <clears throat> I mean, all, all our, in the SARC country, and we have taken the 20 years. So total observation is the six into 20. 120, 120, 120 observations. Good, good numbers. Good. Yes, yes, good and <laughs> I think you are understanding the degree of freedom is very good because only three yes, variables. Yes. Uh, but we are now working on the planet also. I mean, planet means two regions we have taken the most of the countries. We are expecting a good result for that also. Uh, then. And Jibe, and last madam, she, her question, Professor Utpal, can you repeat her question to talk from the <coughs> Tamil Nadu, Jibi? Jimmy, can you hear? Can you repeat Jibi, it, please? I can see her, right. Yeah. Jibi, can you repeat your specific question? Yes, sir, sure. So I mentioned the specific case where actually women, they, were, uh, they had this Jandan account but they were not able to receive benefit from the cash transfer during the COVID-19 because they didn't maintain the account. They had already created it, but they didn't maintain the account. So they didn't receive the 500 rupees. So my question was about 
we are uh, creating this financial inclusion through many uh, measures but uh, how do we make sure that it's actually reaching them till the end like it's it, it just not, it's not it's cutting down in the half right here so i was just wanted to know about that in india in india there was a jandhan account that was uh, initiated so that all the people who does not have any resources but daily laborers for example can avail some government schemes government helps so uh, for for that direct credit transfer their op- account were opened and they were allowed to open the account with zero balance that if there is a minimum balance not maintained account will be closed but here despite that thing many people's account were not maintained and closed i don't know for some reason some banks did not maintain it properly for very other things and no transaction for longer time that also may be another reason so if it happens how to reach those type of people yes let Because, me no, uh, they no, are no, going out Jimmy, of the uh, banking system some of them professor banerji yeah. let me talk to about this jandhan yojana what we did uh, uh, really uh, in 2015 16 we had this very much focus that the financial inclusion in our country is very low so uh, what our prime minister did is to have a, pr- a prime minister jandhan yojana which is typically a, a savings bank account uh, which also have some feature of overdraft so up to 5000 you can overdraft based on your uh, history of the transaction so uh, many people you know uh, uh, opened their account and the number of accounts now stand at around 40 crores or 400 400 million so that was the magnitude of this account uh, and during this pandemic time what happened uh, uh, that uh, for 3 months during this t- uh, tough period uh, 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 an amount of 500 rupees was given as a cash transfer to around 20 crores uh, uh, women jandhan accounts only to women uh, 20 crore poor women those who had this jandhan account 500 for 3 months 1500 rupees so what gb is saying that uh we had this uh, the coverage very high but it fall back because many people opened the account and uh, as uh, many people in our rural area also say because uh, people also get lured that uh, an amount of 15 lakh would be transferred in that account <laughs> from uh, covering from black money that also because during demonetization it also become a, a big issue so all those people had to submit you know uh, their, their money cash into that account and eventually you know it become to very defunct and uh, uh, the daily affairs state of affairs which takes especially because it has more of rural accounts so that issue comes up so uh, i think jb is trying to put uh, uh, this thing that uh, we have had many sort of financial tool even with the uh, innovation like the small od overdraft facility and uh, as agent banking and many things we are saying that but the trust and the usability is such low that it really becomes a ineffective financial inclusion sort of thing so even as a tool during the tough time when we are uh, trying to reach out and you know uh, uh, give to them some assistance not credit uh, that is also not happening which really sir raises question that uh, uh, are we really as much uh, uh, financially inclusive as our number portrays as the statistics portrays because effectively if we are not able to transfer then what use it is uh, and sir since you have been working in bangladesh and leading this uh, uh, bank institute you must be uh, able to you know also because sir th- this is the example gb is giving from uh, the southern part 
uh, Tamil Nadu, which is the most urbanized state of our country. So, yes, sir, over to you. No, thank you, Jeevi. Very nice question. It prevails in Bangladesh also. I mean, we are calling that these are the dormant accounts. So, no problem. Don't take it negatively. Take it positively. This is the first time they came to banking services. Am I right? So, don't Many worry that. If 20%, 30% will go, let them go. If you just keep the out of this 100%, even if you 40% people will be continue the bank accounts, think that it is your achievements. Because these people was were totally excluded, now they're included. And as I mentioned that, it is the public goods. So government, many ways they are losing their quiet. So government can do these works. But what we can do, we can send some motivational work. If you just work on that, then they'll be getting some benefits. Say, that is that can be the financial benefit, that can be the non-financial benefit also. And you can run one primary survey also who has taken this. I mean, if you do a research, where I, I know that here very capable research work is there. If you go, go for the demand side survey and you ask them, that is why you are not continuing these services. But I can tell you that if 40% people of the total will continue the bank accounts, then no problem. And you will find that even remaining 60% who, who will not maintaining the accounts, they will be telling this story to their son and grandson. So son and grandson will be coming under the banking services in future. So take it positively. It happens in all country. But from the banking set and from the supply set, you can send some motivational a message to the people through the uh, mobile phone that if you just come back, then these will be getting the you'll get this benefit. So, thank you, GB. Thank you. No, during a uh, little bit to add during this pandemic time, because sure. some distance has to be maintained in the right. villages, as you uh, showed in your country, that about 50 50 or 46 54, like that. So, uh, urban banking 50, rural 46, whatever. But, but rural area is much more. So maybe among uh, seven, eight villages, there is one branch. So to get that 500 rupee, you have to spend the whole day. So one day working 300 rupees wage is lost. So many people are not availing also for that reason. Okay, let it be there. So there, some of the things are there I have seen because when I last time visited uh, Calcutta and my village, I saw that whole day people are standing in queue in the Grameen Bank to draw that 500 rupee. The widows are old people. They are sitting the whole day. This is disgusting in some places unless uh, that that thing becomes smooth also. Anyway, continue, please. Please continue. And that is why Sir highlighted the role of agent banking yeah. as a really effective uh, tool for the future. Uh, sir, uh, shall we go for some more reflection? We have Dr. Simi Mehta. Yeah, please go ahead. And then um, uh, I will also just... And Dr. Mehta, please. Uh, Professor Banerjee, uh, what an illuminating lecture. Thank you so much, sir, for uh, lucidly explaining the state of Bangladesh, uh, state of financial inclusion in Bangladesh. Uh, I learned a lot. Uh, I'll keep my questions brief. Um, as, a keen, as a keen outside observer of the Digital Bangladesh mission, uh, one of the aims of which is to vigorously expand uh, the uh, financial inclusion in the country. There has been a massive increase in uh, the registered mobile money users. 
I would like to know from you about the state of female usage of such financial in uh, financial operations. What is the extent of reach of digital payment platforms? Uh, thank you very much. Right. As I mentioned that uh, what Professor Upol has also mentioned that in Bangladesh for giving the government benefits, no requirement to come to the bank. It will be sent through the mobile. Very good. So just promise one step ahead from the mobile financial services, he or she is getting the money. But government is sending the money from the capital city, Dhaka. But say, I mean, somebody in a rural area, she does not need to go to the door of the bank. She or he will get the money just next to his door only. There is a shopping center and others also. And female participation, actually, we cannot avoid the social structure. Say money has sent to the female, but say husband is going to take out this money from that. So the structure of the society is also like that. But fortunately in Bangladesh, in our garment sector, most of the workers for the female. So more female participation is also, I mean, substantial, I can tell you that in the mobile financial services. But female community is still there confined only for the family requirements. Say they are not more involved with the business. They are not more involved with the agriculture sector. That is the challenge that how you will bring this from this tiny area to that to this area. But in mobile financial services, as you've seen, statistics also tells us that Bangladesh, I mean, ahead of India, by many times you have seen the statistics. In Bangladesh, no problem, male, female, everybody can participate in this, uh, I mean, projection, mobile financial services. Mehta, have you got me? Yes, right, right. So uh, closely associated uh, with my previous question, uh, I have more points. I think my uh, internet just broke off for a bit. Uh, so if, I, if you permit, I could ask another couple of questions. Please, please, please go ahead. So my next question was, what is the extent of reach of digital payment platforms in the rural and far-flung areas? Third, related to my second question, uh, what are the challenges that are being faced in expanding this kind of financial inclusion program through, through mobile banking, through apps uh, and uh, wallets? What, and what are your policy prescriptions in going forward? And uh, finally, uh, there are inherent challenges associated with small finance banks and even with the larger banks. Are there inherent mechanisms that could check any untoward incident, uh, which could eventually arise that could compromise with uh, I, rem I know you pointed out about the guarantee scheme of the government, but are they enough or uh, is there anything else to pad up the uh, whole process? Over to you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, as you have mentioned, the, let me start from the last one. Guarantee scheme is not enough. Question is that guarantee scheme is not enough and guarantee scheme, there is a two problems. One is that, I mean, say borrowers did not pay the money. In that case, bank need to do the two things. One is the issue dealing, then they need to go to the court. Then they can claim for the guarantee money of the guarantee scheme. So it is not very friendly. I can tell you that guarantee scheme, what we have, it is not very friendly. Second, you have mentioned that that is 
our apps, different types of apps in case of uh, mobile financial services apps. I mean, school going kids in Bangladesh now 100% male and female, they are going to the school. They are very, I mean, uh, knowledgeable how to use the apps. Parents may not know, but they know how to use the apps. But in case of mobile financial services, what did in Bangladesh, say there is a shopping center beside that say thousands houses there. So money has been sent from Dhaka to the rural area. What he or she is doing, she is going to the shopping center and the owner of the shopping center, he's, he knows how to use the apps. So she, he just shipping the money to the recipient. But only problem as you have mentioned that cost is high. For 1000 taka, 20 taka is required for paying the, I mean, sending the money. It may be uh, say five months away, or it may be five miles away, or it may be 10 miles away, or it may be thousands of miles away. But if you send any money through the mobile financial services, it is 20 taka, but government recently has taken the initiative. It must bring down to the taka take. But when it was introduced, because if if you send the normal way, it could have taken the 100 taka for the 1000s. But mobile financial services, or any when it was initiated, only taka 20. But so that now number of players are there, market mechanism is working. That's why now it brings taka take. So I think you got the, so this is the important problem that just a equate problem cost is too much high. But everybody has the mobile and everybody from the mobile center, they can take out the very easily the money. And uh, I mean, it is, I, I did put here even a single time, if you send the money, that recipient is fa facing any problem. Very easily they can take the money. I think Professor Mehta, you got, <clears throat> Mehta, you got my points, am I right? Arjun, please give yes. your observation. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Arjun? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Let me uh, quickly cover some of the points, uh, you know, sir really mentioned, uh, but let me first congratulate uh, Professor Prashant Banerjee for uh, uh, for his uh, very nice and comprehensive, uh, very technical also presentation, but uh, also taking so many of questions and sharing his experience that what can be done and how it is being done. Uh, some of the things which sir really mentioned that uh, one thing uh, which uh, I really wanted to highlight was the issue of uh, region or sectors, as we say in statistics, rural and urban. Sir also highlighted that everyone going to Delhi, as uh, so, you know, that issue also coming up. And uh, there has been changes in the definition of urban area as South Asia is really urbanizing far. <coughs> sir really mentioned that because of this issue, a lot of uh, uh, challenges in terms of analysis have come. Sir, in India also there are the same issue. We have some uh, 4,400 cities, but we also have additional 4,000 census towns. 
census towns are usually those who have more than 5000 population and uh, uh, density of 400 per uh, square kilometer and 75% of male force in non agricultural activities uh, with this definition our then the urbanization becomes you know large so that and peri urban that thing is also coming i just really wanted to learn from you that uh, in terms of uh, financial analysis and banking analysis how this changes is also accruing to different thing during this pandemic because our rbi central bank also have it's a you know a state offices one thing which came out really from the uh, the smaller cities and rural areas uh, the, the crunch of liquidity uh, from those rural based area that issue was very much you know highlighted in in i think 3 months before uh, sir how do you see that is was that a challenge also during the pandemic in at the sub national level because uh, uh, sir also highlighted the different regions of bangladesh and one very important point which uh, sir uh, really told us today was really about the financial education uh, uh, advocacy and awareness uh, very uh, less time it is being you know uh, highlighted and uh, sir really mentioned that it should be in our basic courses at school level sir really is highlighting the inclusion of this financial awareness at the school level which i think uh, that is something remarkable and uh, in south asia we should really do that because sir is saying that even if someone is falling back uh, they will tell it to their children and grandchildren so i think that is really a good tool of digital literacy thank you sir uh, one another thing which uh, i i really wanted to ask that uh, uh, our area uh, subcontinent is really poor not uh, you know we are moving but really the cities the banks are really not willing to give money to smes we also have something called mudra loan uh, we give you know uh, up to 50000 50000 to 5 lakh and then 5 lakh to 10 lakh it also has you know that cluster thing more than uh, 10 to 11 crores more than uh, to that account money has also gone uh, i think around 3 or 4 lakh crores uh, in rupees term Uh, but sir, after many push, you know, for SMEs, uh, SSGs, banks are not really willing. And sir, you really mentioned that uh, uh, now the the charges for the bank at uh, the cost uh, has now uh, been uh, significantly going down. So, what do you think uh, in that aspect it can be strengthened for Bangladesh and also for for the whole subcontinent? In this uh, aspect only, uh, I wanted to ask that sir, how do you see? Uh, the 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 digital currency which china has launched how it will change things going in future what do you see uh, because one app they have and that also had their ipo uh, last month uh, they have hundred, uh, they have 1 billion people subscriber just imagine you know uh, uh, that is the, their power digitally how do you see this digital banking having its role with uh, all its blockchain and so many things coming up uh, and lastly sir i just wanted to add Uh, and also ask that uh, sir you have used the data for 20 years uh, so what changes would be done or what should be the limitations or the benefit of using uh, let us say quarterly or monthly data because then we can really increase the number of observation if we get uh, 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 sir your reflections uh, over to you uh, professor banerjee Yeah, Dr. Rajun, thank you. I mean, couple of questions you asked me. 
so first question as you have mentioned that crunch of liquidity actually it did not fail in bangladesh because at the beginning of this crisis government has come up with a number of stimulus packages uh, so i mean liquidity crunch was not felt at all in bangladesh rather we have the excess liquidity in the bilais in the urban area in the over the country excess liquidity now stimulus packages are there but uh, central bank they are giving the instruction to our commercial bank to disburse the money but uh, it is not happening because demand side is not coming forward or supply side they have some concern if this money will be given in future this money may not come back also so this time of delivery is there so but uh, in terms of liquidity crunch we never feel liquidity crunch in the urban area in the rural areas financial education i think uh, you have given your motives i strongly believe that if financially literate community you can create in india or nepal or bangladesh then automatically uh, the issues what you have raised gb has used the uh, i mean one issue then uh, other also productive use if financially literate people take the example of the kerala why here here i mean all things are negative things are less positive things are positive because demand side is careful education is there so financial literate community creation of the financial literate community is very important then uh, other problems automatically these will be solved about the cost definitely concern is there you see that in all over the world excess liquidity is there interest rate is liber plus 1.5 liber is less than 1% but in the subcontinent is still interest rate is high so how people of the subcontinent will be doing the business in the international arena so we must balance for that also digital currency definitely it is the demand of the time but country like bangladesh this is not the proper time for the digital currency because problems is there you see that in our current currency we don't have the capital gain and capital loss also but in the digital currency there is a scope for the capital gain and capital loss looks like the share market so we need to we should not give a jump what is very appropriate for america it may not be appropriate for india also we just we should not follow only for the sake of the following we must bring the we can take the lesson no problem but we can make it so that it must be adjusting with our society also uh, but definitely it is the demand of time as you have given the statistics i did, i did not have this statistics but you have mentioned that 1 billion subscriber is there blockchain definitely to be changing the world blockchain itself it is the mechanism to examine the accuracy of the people mindset of the people also and in the blockchain world i mean frauds will be coming down at zero level so blockchain is the blessing but now you just see that how many days or how many years will be required to customize it monthly data you are very right but monthly data is not available for all uh, if i could have taken the monthly data it is fine but now monthly data is not very much available in in india sharma has done a very good job in the financial inclusion because he has prepared a index and by taking the index he has done a uh, research and his work in the financial inclusion world 
is considered uh, as a seminar, seminal work. So uh, thanks to uh, Professor Sharma for contributing in such a way. So monthly data, had I used it, definitely could have increased the findings more much, much more acceptable, but data was not available for that also. So thank you, uh, Dr. Ojun, for asking the question. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, Dr. Besta, would you like to share something, yes, from Nepal? Also, sir. this aspect, yes, if sir, you could. About financial inclusion in your area. Yes, and the comparative experience. So please unmute yourself. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Professor Banerjee, uh, thank you. Uh, and also the Professor Utpal and uh, Professor uh, Arjun sir also. Uh, our central government has initiated different types of the financial inclusion programs in Nepal and also they provided the protocol or the standard to the commercial banks and other you know institutions also but the when we you know observe the commercial banks they have not implemented uh, such types of the scheme uh, particularly rural area and they behind it uh, their reason or the argument was uh, the cost of the operational higher operational cost factor and in this way they were they would like to you know pay you know, penalty to the central bank but instead of the implementation of the such types of the programs but another one is the you know go, uh, central our central bank has initiated microfinance to you know uh, focused more on the financial inclusion inclusion to the marginal poorest of the poor people and the marginal people when we observe the implementation side we found it is not you know properly implemented and also the microfinance has also you know uh, used the stops the lending a program like as the you know, commercial banking. And in the reality, what will happen, we also found the mixed result, its impact at the uh, at rural area. And another in the, but the, when we observe the you know, cooperatives and cooperatives have, uh, is you know, effective tool to include uh, the, not only the women, you know, uh, gender, you know, female, particularly female, but also, you know, provide the rights uh, to take the decision on the financial, you know, uh, transaction and uh, you know, resource allocation and, and lending and other different types of the activities. And uh, when we observe the commercial and the you know microfinance and cooperative is the much more effective to include financially, uh, you know, uh, financially to the you know women and the poorest of the poor from the you know poorest of the poor and. Uh, uh, you know, marginal group and uh, and many literatures have found you know positive impact on the you know cooperative institution in the case of the financial inclusion. And nowadays we have you know more than uh, uh, you know five uh, more than you know five million women are included in the you know such in such a you know program or such a you know activities in this way you know yes we have to do much more but in the case of the big and middle and also the commercial banks they have you know initiated something but in the reality we have not you know we have found the hidden things and its impact is you know poor but in the case of the you know 
such staffs the local level or the community-based you know organization have you know included properly and effectively to the you know poorest of the poor people and marginal people uh, and particularly the omen and in this situation in this is this is the you know picture of nepal thank you good <clears throat> so should a response one thing so yeah, okay go ahead uh, <clears throat> professor bista you rightly mentioned that i mean all models will not be working in the same way in all country if in nepal cooperative system is <clears throat> working better for the financial inclusion just you let it go it does not mean that asian banking is very nicely work in bangladesh it will be the way out for the nepal if nepal finds that cooperative is working very nicely as compared to the microfinance institution let them do our main object our paths is different but our destination is same that is to bring each and every person under the financial inclusion i think nepal is doing good if cooperative is uh, nicely doing second you have mentioned that commercial bank is not working uh, as per the instruction of the central bank now you see that i have mentioned in my discussion i think you have heard it it is a public goods financial inclusion public goods looks at like the education so education is offered in bangladesh also in the private sector but primarily primarily education must be offered by the government sector so financial inclusion looks like the edu education you cannot expect that private banks will be going forward for the financial inclusion so we should not ex uh, expect and central bank can give a very strong instruction to the uh, private bank and not it is not unlikely central bank can give the some subsidy to the private banks also otherwise private banks would not work because it is a public good so we must think that as for the same also so we must think that it will be done only by the government if private banks will come forward definitely they will be expecting some benefit other, otherwise they will not be listening whatever the instruction will be given by the central bank so thank you mr bista for participation and for sharing your comments but in india also the the situation remains the same same and same in all none of the msme or those kind of you know the private banks are not willing to even even many poor people feel a lot of uh, harassment Uh, having those services from the uh, government uh, banks because government banks have a lot of plethora of things you know so many of queue and everything so uh, yes i think that part was very illuminating also because sir is mentioning that it is also public good so <laughs> that's also a sort of you know professor utpal dev over to you yeah so it was very illuminating and uh, i would love to have it continued but more than 2 hours almost So, though I also have some more thing to say, but uh, okay, uh, we can do it afterwards also. Only in the end, we can say that uh, that uh, that last point that your uh, students uh, service that uh, school banks also. So here also their educational loan, all these things are given, but that is on some collateral and other things are uh, guaranteed. Uh, up to certain limit, only looking at the potential they give. But in the school banks, when students themselves operate so their financial literacy improves and they can uh, see how to invest how to take out and plan the expenditure all these things so it is a 
good thing that uh, in in Bangladesh that is uh, done. Only that demand supply disparities, how to maintain those things, but other multiple services that banks are offering. So that is also thing. And in the inclusion, again, if we go back to your um, um, uh, Grameen banking system. So not only that financial inclusion, their productive capacity and other things are improved, uh, uh, income and expenditure capability, what we can say. So as, as in India, despite reducing the interest rate now, which was supposed to encourage the entrepreneurs to take loan and uh, uh, go for more activities, but it is not happening. So demand side is also a block because of the market. It will take time to improve. And why that? Because even if interest is low, uh, so the income of some sections of the population who keep deposit and survive on that, that also came down. And we sent another service was that the people's expenditure capability entitlement has gone down. So that means in the overall market, if demand is less, uh, then why they will produce and what to sell? So the both sides, it is a cash 22 situations in India as, as of now still despite uh, lowering of the interest rate. But in your I mean, banking situation, as I was uh, trying, to, trying to mention there, the not only financial capability, but it had an impact on the society. That's why peace prize was given, no? So many of the women, they could uh, use, utilize these resources for the sanitary system of the house development. So women's uh, social uh, related problems that came down significantly that time, in the, in the, in the beginning of that time. So that had another uh, side impact anyway. So it was overall a uh, uh, good discussion and so many issues, uh, Professor Banerjee has responded very well and, and, and highlighted. So we, uh, we expect that in future we will have better and more collaborations. So it is not just a beginning. So with that, so That's may that. I conclude yeah, it, or Arjun wants to uh, say something? Sir, I just wanted to just uh, ask, uh, Professor Energy. Sir, if you would like to conclude by saying anything, yes. So, so thank you very much. It is pleasure for me because uh, Professor Upal uh, always is a positive mindset, very good friend of ours also. But with this uh, discussion, intellectual discussion, I have very nice that I met with number of academicians who but my understanding going their level is also very high. So if our contribution just helps some people to go ahead in their personal life with a solvency, just this is our satisfaction at the end of the discussion. So any future, uh, I mean, discussions, collaboration is welcome. Uh, with these few words, I expect that everybody will be having a very safe life in this unexpected situation. Almighty will help you. And please go ahead with these intellectual debates. Thank, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. So uh, we gave you, uh, you must be exhausted also with this. So I, I, I think just you also stay safe. Yeah, okay. it was just formally uh, for ah. a vote of thanks by you. Yes, sir. Please, please go ahead. No, ah, sir, please you give. It's your show. <laughs> just a second. Uh, okay. Must check me. Let me just uh, propose. Uh, uh, yes, Utpal sir, why don't you go? Uh, so, um, so I, I I give a sincere thanks to Professor Banerjee to spare his valuable time and 
uh, highlight all several issues on the financial inclusions and we learned a lot also and also the other participants uh, as MPRI to provide this platform especially Dr. Arjun and Dr. Semi Mehta and though we are doing for quite some time now so it is an illuminating uh, side of this uh, series of discussions that uh, will bring many many uh, policy issues that uh, not only we will share in the net also and uh, if needed that can be incorporated in the or help in the government policy formulations that we hope and other participants also uh, the discussions uh, from various institutes here in India and abroad. Uh, Professor Raghubir Vista here, um, uh, Subhasis Bhattacharya, RT, GBRT, and Ruma Kundu, then uh, our, uh, from Tejpur University, uh, Santi, Dr. Santi Maji. So, and the others, I, I cannot mention everybody's name. So. I think all of you contributed significantly to this discussion and in future also you will continue to do so in support of this type of program. So thanks a lot and I declare the session to be closed. Have a nice day, sir. Have a nice day, everyone. Yeah. Same to you. Thank you. Please.